Welcome to the Real Estate Reality Show. This segment is brought to you by Arrow Moving and Storage. Whether you're moving across the street or across the country, call Arrow Moving and Storage, 719-325-6341. Now your host and back-to-back Best of the Springs realtor, Justin Hermes. This is it. All right, folks, we are into it here in an interesting development this week as the General Assembly and Polis working to get this $200 million out to homeowners tax relief. We'll keep you updated, see how this thing plays out. But, you know, I, I tell you what, I, uh, I get a little nervous when government gets overly involved. Kind of a free market guy, but... You do look at this and say because HH got voted down because it had a lot of bad stuff in it, there was some good, like the senior exemption deal, rephrasing that. That is good, but they should have put that out there by itself. And so we look at this and go, got voted down. Guess what? Polis says, we already have the $200 million set aside. Let's get it in the homeowner's hands. So we're going to see some tax relief, like it or not. I feel better about it going this way than going through HH. There's more accountability to the government in this scenario. And today... We have the title. That's your good and your bad right there, folks. Um, But the title of today's show is short sales. That's right. Uh, What is a short sale? It's the process that happens before foreclosure. It's a better deal a lot of times than a foreclosure. And you may go, Justin, why have I not heard of it then? All I hear about is foreclosures and, uh, you know, I never hear about a short sale. Well, that's why we're talking about it today. I've done a large amount of short sales. There are some creeping back into the market right now. So I want to make you aware of that, how the process looks and how it can lead to a phenomenal deal for you, the investor. Then we're going to bring Noah on from Pioneer Construction on the third segment. We are going to talk about Things you can do to fix up your rental property. Things you can do to fix up the house you maybe just acquired. Things you want to stay away from. We're talking flooring, right? What are some of the things you do with flooring, bathroom, kitchen? Some great advice from Noah. He's bought investment properties. He knows it, right? And he helped me remodel one of my first short sale purchases up in Forest Meadows, up north. It was a grow house and there was 30 offers. Ended up getting it purchased at 240000 Today, it's worth half a million in a really good area. Woodman Powers, just north of the Penrose St. Francis Hospital, purchased it out of a short sale. If it would have went to foreclosure, it would have gone for probably 300000 retail. Because hear this, this is why you're going to want to stick around for the next segment. A foreclosure is open to everyone down at the courthouse. And also, you have to have certified funds. That means you have to have cash, folks. Unlike a short sale, you can negotiate one-on-one with the bank. You can can haggle on price with the bank. And guess what? You can get traditional financing just like I did up my house on Sierra Meadows. So you're one-on-one with the bank. You have an option to do standard financing rather than cash. It's a win-win. And that's why I'm bringing this show to you because there's 16 short sales on the market right now. They are back and you need to know how to chop it up and succeed when it comes to short sales. This is Justin Hermes, Real Estate Reality 719-232-1063. That's 232 We'll be right back after these messages. Take my hand, just take it in. This is the moment we won't forget. On top of the world, here together. This is it.
We're back to the Real Estate Reality Show with Justin Hermes. This segment is brought to you by HouseCheck, servicing the front range of Colorado Springs for over 25 years with the most complete and personalized home inspection. Call them now for more information at 719-266-1645. All right, folks, we are back into it here, and uh, we're talking short sales. So... I'm going to give you an overview. If you have questions about anything throughout the show, reach out to me, 719-232-1063. That's 232-1063. And remember, there's only one rule of this show, and that is be upfront, be honest, right? If you call me, you have a realtor, I am totally fine giving you advice. I've done it with a lot of people, but I will tell you as of late, it is disheartening for me because there has been a couple radio listeners who have used my advice for over the last couple of years, have said, Justin, I am going to use you to sell my property. One of them, even so much, had me send him the paperwork and said, you're my guy, and I have to see it, hit the MLS with another agent. Didn't even have the guts to call me and say, Justin, we're going to somebody else. If you call me and say, I have another realtor, I'm going to interview you and I chose someone else, so be it, folks. That's life. I'm not going to get offended. I've always told you, I think it's good to interview multiple realtors. But don't use people. Don't use people and be dishonest. That That's not what the, the show is about. It just isn't. So all I ask from you, the radio listeners, not for your business, but for you to for us to have a respectful relationship when you do call in and ask for advice and to be truthful and honest because that's partial you know, that's a big part of owning rental properties and it's a big part of you know what goes around comes around and if you treat your tenants with respect like we've talked about numerous times treat your tenants with respect and be honest with people right then good things usually will come out of your investment not always but good things will come so i hate to go down that rabbit hole but I did have to mention that because it is concerning. And to be honest, it makes me feel like yanking the show right off the radio, especially when somebody continues to ask for advice and then lies to me, lies straight to my face. That is, that's tough, but not going to get emotional, not going to do that. I want to continue to pass on the information that's been passed on me by many other people throughout my life and, and stuff I've learned that has changed my life completely. So without that said there, you know, let's move on. Purchase price less than what is owed on a mortgage, okay? That is the simple fact of a short sale. The buyer is purchasing the price less what is owed on the mortgage. They may be purchasing that price house home, a purchase price 350, and the mortgage balance is 400. That falls in line with the short sale. So number one, the seller receives nothing unless it is VA. They actually offer a relocation package. If you're VA and you say, hey, I'm going to be short on this, I'm doing a short sale, they will offer you, I believe my last client, it was like $3,000 relocation package for coming to them and saying, hey, I'm in trouble. I want to make this right without abandoning the property. I'm not doing anything malicious to the property. How can I make this right, right? And the lender can forgive the short sale. In many circumstances, they do. But there are some that will pursue what they call a deficiency judgment, okay? And so... Say they feel like it was very reckless and your short is you bought for a million, you sold a short, you know, you owed still a million on it and you sold for 600,000 and there's 400,000 of a deficiency judgment. Well, obviously the chances could be a little greater of them pursuing you for that. But in most circumstances, like one of the short sales I just saw go from 500 owed to four and a quarter purchase, doubtful there will be a deficiency judgment on that 75,000 
$1,000. So the homeowner in that circumstance, though, on the deficiency judgment could be pursued for a portion of the short sale deficiency. Uh, Folks, if you're a seller in this scenario, you have to have a hardship. You can't just say, I'm doing a short sale. You have to put together a package. There has to be some type of life-changing circumstance, whether that is job loss, a relocation, divorce. They will look through all your finances. And so you prepare a short sale package that is submitted to the lender, and you have to receive short sale approval. That is the first step, is putting together your hardship package. Okay? Why do this? Some people go, well, I'll just let it go to foreclosure. No skin in the game. Well, foreclosure, you're not going to be able to purchase like up to nine years, depending on the lender. Seven for sure. On a short sale, they say, hey, this person was being an adult. They said, hey, I, I, I'm in over my head. How do I make this right? Instead of throwing the keys on the kitchen counter and leaving. So they're only get, you're not going to be able to purchase for like two to three years if you do a short sale. Way less impactful than your credit, you know, being hit on a foreclosure. And so you, as a short sale, also on a VA, because foreclosure, you can lose your eligibility, VA. With a short sale, much less consequences. You will keep your VA eligibility, okay? That is huge, folks. If you're VA, you're in over your head, you didn't make a great purchase, you maybe bought a new build with high taxes, you can't afford it, and you're going to be negative on the cash flow for rent, a short sale may be a good option for you. Once again, questions, let me know. 719-232-1063. That's 232-1063. So first step, approval through the lender. Hardship package is submitted. Number two, you got to talk to an attorney, whoever does your your CPA, talk with your agent. And before, obviously, you submit the hardship package, your agent's going to let you know, hey, your house is only worth four and a quarter. You owe 500. It's definitely going to be a short sale. And you want to use an agent who has completed short sales. They can be very, very difficult. So one and two kind of go hand in hand. Number three is then the contract is submitted. The final package is submitted to the lender and you have to have an offer in hand. So you cannot submit that package until you have an offer. So you generate an offer from a buyer. It is then submitted to the lender. And depending on the lender, I've seen this take two months, five months, six months is about the longest on when there's one lien on the property. When there's two liens, I had the longest was 14 months it took me. That was the largest short sale, I think, pretty close here in El Paso County, the largest short sale ever completed. I sold that property. It was a former Prey to Homes winner. It took 14 months. The short on it was, what was it? The short was like $600,000 was what the seller was short to the bank. So that was not an easy one to complete. And there was a first and a second. So it took 14 months. But if you just have one lien, you're looking at, you know, average time, three to six months, depending on the bank. So you submit your package to the bank. The bank will then do a final overview on it. And then they need to hit certain percentages. So the bank will order a broker price opinion or maybe an outright appraisal. And they will look at it and say, okay, VA, FHA loan, we need to hit 82% of that value net. Okay. So they cut the commissions to 5% for realtors, and then 13% is left, right? So if we just say a $400,000 home, what is the bank willing to take if it's VA or FHA? $52,000 under. So they're willing to close that at 348. That hits their 82% value that they need for the bank if it's VA and FHA. Conventional, it's free ball game up to the lender, totally depends. 
And so your FHA and VA can be some of your best purchased short sales. But that's the, see, there's the proof in the pudding. So you have the $400,000 home, you buy it for three forty eight, dollars And because it's a short sale, it doesn't have all the destruction done to it like a foreclosure home does. That same foreclosure home, when there's 30, 40 people bidding on it in the foreclosure process, you probably pay three seventy five. But since you're one-on-one negotiating with the lender, you get the purchase at three forty eight. Big time buy, right? You can offer low. Do not offer high. Always err on the low side when you offer on a short sale. The bank will come back and counter and let you know what they will go at. They'll submit that contract. The seller will sign it. And then no matter what the purchase price is, seller doesn't care because they're going, I'm not getting any money. We need to get it to the bank and get that next part of the process going. Then the bank will come back after their appraisal or broker price opinion and say, okay, this is what we've come up with. This is what the price needs to be. So don't be a bozo buying a short sale and offering over what maybe the bank will settle at, right? And then there's a lot of luck to draw on the broker price opinion, BPO, or on the appraisal. So hunt for the VA FHA ones, right? Like I said, the beauty of buying a short sale, house is not nearly as trash as it would be on a foreclosure. You don't have tenants who are maybe squatting, you have to evict. The seller has been accountable through this process. So working one-on-one with the bank is huge positive, number one. Number two, huge positive with VA FHAs. You can get them, you know, basically you're looking at 15% discount. Number three, make sure you offer low, err on the low side, and make sure you have an agent who's done a good amount of short sales. Man, we ran through that really, really fast, folks. So if you have questions specifically on short sales, call me. I'll go over it with you, 719-232-1063. Other than that, folks, we're cruising in Noah's segment. We're going to talk about some of the stuff going on in the construction world that pertains to you as we fix up our rental properties. Next week on the horizon will be 15-year versus 30-year mortgages. Also into December, the home you buy equals your success. We're going to bring Wayne in for taxes, then talk about developments in the springs as we wind down the year. If there's topics you want me to cover, once again, 719-232-1063. That's 232 1063. It's Justin Hermes with the Property Group. We'll be back after these messages with Noah Klingon from Pioneer Construction. Welcome back to the Real Estate Reality Show. Now here's Justin Hermes. Thanks for hanging with us on Real Estate Realities. You got Noah Klingon here. Pioneer Construction's been with the show for a very long time. We talk short sales. We talk about purchasing these distressed properties. Noah's done it himself. He's helped people do it. One of the examples I used today was actually one up at Sierra Meadows, way up north. I don't know if you remember that. It was probably I, six I years do. ago. <laughs> that was um, one of the first jobs when I started yeah. my company, actually. Yeah. So, yeah. yes. And that was like they were growing in the basement and the house was beat up. And so what are some common things that you see that the average person may not be aware of 
you know, when you're going into uh, you're fixing up a property and some of the stuff where people maybe go overboard, where they spend too much. Yes, uh, I see it quite often. A lot of times they're spending, they're spending a lot in the bathroom. A lot of time in the kitchen, a lot of money there where you could look at, you know, painting the cabinets versus getting all new cabinets. Nowadays, you're looking at eight, 10 grand just to buy new cabinets. Obviously, it depends on how big your house is. But that's where I see a lot of wasted money. They want the lit, lit up LED mirror and all the fancy little things for the for the kitchen. And uh, that's where I'm seeing where they're probably not recouping that money back okay. once they sell it or even if they're renting it, you know, then it gets trashed or whatever it may be. Yeah, but there's still some stuff. It's like when you did my office and you said, you know, going with the granite over the Formica isn't going to be a big price difference. It's totally worth it, right? I walk in a lot of these flipped homes that have Formica. Yeah. And they're not asking for mica prices. I get it if a home's townhouse is two seventy five that's for mica, but when it's five hundred thousand, you gotta have some five hundred thousand dollar finishes in there. So I think you can kind of see it swing the other way too. Absolutely. When it comes to the countertops, I would go with granite over for mica any day, unless it's like a you know a fourplex things of that nature. You're looking to rent it, and you're just you're not looking to put a lot of money in it. But yes, granite's gonna it's gonna show when you have show the house to go to sell it. People are gonna notice that versus the for mica. Nobody really likes the for mica, so. Absolutely. Putting that extra money into the countertops, no brainer. How about floors when you talk? Now, here's another thing, because if you're going to keep it and rent it, LVT, LVP, whatever you call it, is probably a better bet. But if you're turning around maybe selling it, carpet's going to be affordable. Walk us through kind of that. Yeah, yeah. Carpet's going to be cheaper than you're going to run into. If you're renting it, obviously it's going to get destroyed. You're going to have to replace it again another four or five years or when that when that tenant turns. LVP's great. If you get the right stuff, don't get the laminate. Get the actual luxury vinyl plank. Laminate, especially in Colorado, it expands, it contracts, it heaves. It's it's no good. I don't I don't yeah, recommend anybody getting the laminate. LVP's great. It lasts a lot longer. You can get scratch resistant. You can also get waterproof versus water resistant. Same with scratch proof versus scratch resistant. So those two super big things when you're looking at that flooring is, okay, is it actually waterproof or just water resistance? Because waterproof is obviously better versus water resistant is not. Yeah, and, and that's the thing. I go in so many homes with this, and it's separating, it's bubbling. It's, I've seen it done wrong more times than I've seen it done right. Yeah, and that's the thing too. Uh, some people don't understand is they'll do their bathroom and they'll put the LVP down and then they'll put the vanity on top. Well, that's not how it works. It's a floating floor system. It needs to be able to move, expand, and contract. So if you're putting all this weight on it, it kind of stops, especially in a tight space like that. And then you have to leave a gap on all the corners of where that floor is. If you put it tight to that wall, it's going to expand. It's going to do exactly what you're saying and you're seeing is that it's going to start buckling. It's going to start having issues because it's going to expand. It's going to contract, especially with heat and cold. So those are some things I would look out for. And then obviously, if you have... Uh, I, I want to stop you real quick. Yeah. How about bathrooms over tile or sheet vinyl? Okay. Okay. So it depends on price point, stuff like that, a little bit what you're looking for. But I've just seen a lot of cracked tiles. Yes. Seen caulking issues. And some of the vinyl now looks pretty darn good. Yeah. No, the vinyl's great. The nice thing about the vinyl is I can warranty the vinyl. It's, it's acrylic, ultimately, but the acrylic is going to last a lot longer. There's going to be a lot less issues. There's no grout lines, no deteriorating tile. It's a much, much better product. I'm actually in the works right now to actually start a bathroom company to do strictly acrylic. 
I've got the supplier set up and everything. So that's how much I love it. I'm actually looking and partnering with somebody at opening just a day shower. We come in, get it done, done in a day versus the tile. You know, we're going to be in there for a week. You're so going to doing an insert then. You, you, basically it's, it's, I don't like the word insert. They're, they're panels that are cut custom to the actual shower once we're there. Okay. So, but yes, it's affordable. It's going to be right around the same price point as tile, but it's it's better in my opinion. And it, it just depends on what you want to. I mean, a luxury, yeah, tile, for sure. If you're Yeah, but how about-, about if you're going the vinyl over the LVP in the bathroom area oh, because oh. of the moisture oh, okay. and water? You're saying- That's my question. Okay, so- I get the tile, the luxury, this cracking, cracking, but I'm saying- if somebody says, "Hey, but I want to go in between," if it's tile or throwing down sheet LVP. vinyl, why don't I? Why don't I do the LVP? Because I'm doing it throughout the rest of the house. Is that a bad idea? Because of the moisture in the bathroom? Nope, nope. I got you. So yes, absolutely. The LVP is fine. Again, back to what I was talking about. Just make sure it's waterproof. Okay. Even in that not high water resistance. Area. Yes, it'll be fine. You can also do a moisture pad that goes underneath the LVP as well. It is totally fine. You won't have any issues with the water as long as it's waterproof, not water resistance. If that so makes it sense. really sounds like it's the quality of the product you're buying is the biggest thing. Absolutely. I won't even put in the cheap stuff, the LVP. I won't. Even if they pick it out, they want me to put it in. I'm not putting it in just because it's tough to install and it's not a good product. It has to be a pretty decent product for us to install. We're just not doing the cheaper, the LVP. We're just not going to do it. Yeah. Okay. What's the change ups we've seen through COVID to now? supply, labor costs, things you're seeing in the marketplace right now. Yeah. That are challenges or maybe things that have become a lot easier. Supply is getting much better. I would say it's it's gotten pretty good. Now on the roofing side, not so much. You're looking at four to six weeks just to get shingles, but that's more because of hail. But I say supply chain's pretty good. Labor is catching up. The the prices for labor is is increasing. You know, so even after this is not infl- coming down. No. No, absolutely not. As going into winter, you're not slower and prices are coming down. They're staying not, elevated on labor costs. Not not so much. Yeah, no. My guys are charging more. My subcontractors, things of that nature, they're they're charging me more than what they were last year. And I get it. Everything's everything costs more. They need to charge more. So now in winter, yeah, they my guys might say, you know what, we're slow right now. We'll do this for a little cheaper. But you know, when it's right now, it's not slow on the exterior side. So they're sticking with their prices. But interior wise, it's interior. It, I could see it coming down. I'm not doing a lot of interior work just because of all the hailstorms. Yeah. But I can see it coming down just because builders are letting go people and those people are jumping into the uh, remodeling aspect mm-hmm. because builders aren't building as much. So, yeah, they, I could see them possibly lowering their prices just to kind of get it penetrate into the market. Yeah, it'll be interesting everything going on with the economy and how things progress here. Folks, if you have, you think you got roofing issues, if you see your neighbors putting on a roof, call Noah, 719-822-9222, or you can text him, 719-822-9222. You can trust him to come out and give you an honest opinion if there's no damage. If there is damage, he'll walk you through the process, get you a new roof. If you're looking to do any remodel, 
whether it be luxury or rental or finish a basement, reach out to Noah. You yeah. got anything else you want to add? We got a minute left. Yeah. So, and I, I did want to mention that uh, we are doing a promotion right now with an approved insurance claim. We will upgrade your roof for free to an impact resistant shingle at no extra cost in your pocket. We were just rated the number one roofer in Colorado Springs for 2023, according to Forbes. So check that out. And yeah, we're be happy to give you a shout. 719-822-9222. There you go, folks. That's it. So give Noah a call and have your roof checked out first with him before you call your insurance carrier and get a ding against you as far as claims go. And you can't go back, right? Yes. That's going to be on your claim history. So thanks, Noah, folks. Another show in the books. Remember, use the gifts God's given you. Bring somebody else joy today, and we'll see you back here next Sunday at 1030 and again at 1. Have a great week. Wake up. Open your eyes, you've got to realize you have a purpose in this life. Choose the path you want to walk, but don't do it blindly. This life we live is very short, so use your time wisely. The proceeding was a paid program on KRDO News Radio. KRDO News Radio does not confirm nor deny the validity or accuracy of the information contained in this program. And the views expressed do not necessarily represent the views or opinions of the staff and management of KRDO News Radio. What is your purpose for our searching?